What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are now tuned into the In-Game Grind Podcast, the greatest podcast on the Scribble Plane of Existence and the next. I am your host, Jason, and joining me as always is my friend, my homie, resident long boy, uh, Chris. Tell the people what's going on. Yeah, so I gotta get a new bed. <laughs> 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 nothing happened to it, nothing is wrong with it, but your boy is too long for it. I am, uh, I'm hanging off the edge. Living on a prayer. And I'm about to break. <laughs> and I'm about to break. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, so, so Jason, tell me, what, what have you been playing? Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're ready for that. Ready to just switch it up. I have been uh, pretty much playing exclusively uh, Outriders. And it has pretty much taken all of my time because it is the game it's the type of game that i love the most right like i got into monster hunter world and you know the story didn't grip me and you know the gameplay was okay and the weapons were okay but it was like when you get to the end game and you get to make builds and you know shit like that that's the shit that gets me going same thing in diablo like story it is what it is it's cool but like in game grinding for sets and greens and legendaries that's what's dope about diablo so when outriders basically came out and gave me what i had been missing since all of those games are pretty much irrelevant right now i mean monster hunter worlds like literally it's a it was a it wasn't a live service game but it's effectively done like they already put out a new monster hunter world is pretty much done Diablo 3 is about, I mean, they still have seasonal, but it's pretty much done until 4 comes around, and I'm not playing. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have phones? Shut up. <laughs> I'm not playing that shit. But um, Outriders came along, and, um, you know, I've been wanting to talk about Outriders for a few weeks now, yeah. but uh, I, think, I think the time has come. You know, I... <sighs> Let's just get let's just get the obvious out of the way. The launch was terrible. That mm-hmm. launch was god awful. Like yeah. it was actually terrible. Now, I'm going to preface this whole segment by just saying this. I am known for being extremely rough and extremely harsh on games for having bad releases. I am extremely adamant about delaying a game in lieu of putting out a broken one and fixing it as you go. Okay. Right. I wasn't I wasn't happy with Anthem. Yeah. But what I cannot do is say that this game is another Anthem. Which if you go on the Outriders subreddit, which I do not recommend because it is one of the most <laughs> toxic landscapes you can find on Reddit right now. A lot of people are saying that this game is just another Anthem. That is that is not true. Anthem was a cool concept, but when the game dropped, there was no story at all. They threw a story together last minute, and half of the story was you doing, like, busy work to make the story seem like it was longer than it really was. Yeah. And then when you finished it, right, like, there was, like, no legendary gear in the game. There was no appropriate gear scaling. Like you could do, um, what did they call it? Uh, they didn't like D- Diablo's is called like the world tiers where 
they get harder and the loot gets better. Like Diablo calls it torment. Yeah. I forgot what Anthem called it. Uh, I think they just called it world levels. Something. Yeah, world level. We were getting the same loot on world level one that we were getting on world level three in half the time. So it literally didn't make sense to play the game at a harder level because you would get the same rewards doing it easier. Yeah. And it got it to just, a certain point where it was just monotonous. Exactly. Was, we were doing the same thing day in and day out. And, you know, yeah, we were getting like better geared. Like if I opened up my anthem right now, my Colossus is geared the hell out. Right. It is, it is end game material. But there is no end game. Exactly. There, there's nothing to do with it. Like it, it's just sitting there looking pretty. And the crazy thing is there are still people playing Anthem. And if you enjoy that game, that is great. I'm glad you're having fun with your friends. But I don't understand how you can just run your head into the same wall consistently. So here's the thing, right? Like a lot of people think of like that as Anthem, but that's not Anthem's problem. Like the game not being flushed out is an issue. But the big problem was that the game didn't work. Yeah, there were times where your abilities just didn't work. You couldn't sign into the game. You would uh, remember like when you would try to uh, get into your suit and it would just crash and take you back to the beginning of the world. And you had to like walk in first person all the way to your mm-hmm. suit just to have it crash again. Like Anthem was fucked. And Outriders is also fucked, but not as fucked as Anthem. I, I just want to just preface that. Like, yeah, like I- I'll say this, right? Outriders had issues with the demo. And, you know, Anthem had a demo as well. Oh, well, they had a beta. Beta. Yeah. You know, but um, Outriders had issues and they were like, we are aware of the issues. We will have this ironed out before release. A lot of the stuff that was an issue in the demo was flushed out in the real game. Yeah. Real game came along. There were more issues. And there was a big update that came out. I want to say maybe two or three weeks after the get no, maybe like two weeks after the game came out. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people were doing is uh, there were um, in Outriders, there's basically two main attack values, firepower and anomaly power. Firepower is obviously the power of your guns and how much damage your guns do. And anomaly power is basically how much damage your spell type abilities do for like earthquakes and heat waves and things like that do nobody was really using anomaly power to get through the game because of the four classes pyromancer uh technomancer trickster and devastator all three of those classes being everything except devastator had an ability that basically took their element that they specialized in and imbued it into their gun and they called them rounds ability so for pyromancer it was volcanic rounds for technomancer it was toxic rounds and for trickster it was twisted rounds these abilities were just fucking broken okay and yeah. uh oh you know what? let me not say that because that's going against what i'm gonna go for but they're not broken but they were really good and they ended up getting nerfed and they nerfed them because everybody and their mother was using it and there was really no other reason to use anything else but it wasn't because it was more powerful than all the other shit. It was more accessible than all the other shit because Outriders works. It kind of uses the same kind of gear level as Destiny and Diablo, but it mm-hmm. also uses um 
it, it uses mods, which kind of work like perks from Call of Duty. You, it, it does it does different things, and it was just way easier to make a really powerful build around firepower with rounds than it was to do anomaly shit because you needed legendary gear to do it. And just like in Diablo, you needed like multiple parts of one set to get that set bonus, which was going to be the main thing driving your damage. And because it was super early in the game and people weren't super far in the game, they couldn't get those. So what did they do? They went to fucking build uh, rounds builds. And it literally got to a point where anyone that was playing Devastator, the one class that didn't have a rounds uh, build, they were getting kicked out of like uh, quick matches because they're like they just couldn't keep up in damage. People are like we're not going to clear shit because they're a Devastator. And, it, and it's funny because like in game, it's the complete opposite. Like Devastators are great. But um. <sighs> Outriders player base is tanking, man. It's and, and it's not like subtle. Like they're down to the tens of thousands. Jeez. Yeah, like 20, 20, 30, 40k people. And it's like <sighs> Look, the the bugs are what the bugs are. Those can be fixed. But the biggest issue I have with Outriders is that they don't have enough in-game content and that they're putting a little too much attention on balancing the game. Like, there doesn't need to be this many nerfs and buffs. And they're doing shadow nerfs and buffs. Like, we've been logging in the last couple of days and these enemies that didn't even tickle us before are now two-tapping us and killing us. And we're like, why? I haven't changed anything with my build. My armor is still the same. Like, what's the issue? And it it just kind of sucks because I you know as well as I do that over over like over balancing a game can kill a game. Go yeah, a, go ask Overwatch. Yeah, because at some point there's gotta there. No game is perfectly balanced. It's impossible. Um, it is like playing with a seesaw because every player plays completely different right with multiple characters like my my trickster is not going to be the same as jason's trickster like i'm i played a complete i think my first build was a hundred percent frozen so i can keep people in place so i could teleport behind them so i could put them in a blender and there are people that are just using the first ability which just cuts through enemies um, there's going to be perks, there's going to be mods, there's going to be, you know, abilities that are broken in a sense, overpowered in a sense, or just going to be generally better. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a PvE game, bro. Yeah, like, you, we're not, there's no, we're not against each other, so that's fine if things are broken, because we're all on the same team. Now, if you wanted to buff your enemies to appease the abilities then that's fine but to to just it's like it, it is like overwatch it's like they're nerfing you know heroes and weapons but it's like but this is a pve game there's no point and you know like i i tell people this all the time 
when when you f- see people like airing out their grievances with this game, they bring up other games to compare it to. They're like, oh, Borderlands doesn't do this, or the Division didn't do this, and it's like, da 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 da. Stop, 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 stop. Stop comparing this game to Destiny. Stop comparing this game to Borderlands. Stop comparing this game to the Division. It's not those games. There's only one game maybe two that you need to compare this to this is diablo and path of exile this is a dungeon crawler fps this is not a looter shooter this is built different okay like there is nothing in destiny that's like outriders destiny like it's funny like looter shooter is not a genre looter shooter is like a subtype of a game yeah right if we had to like make everything appropriate right Borderlands is an RPG. It is. Destiny's an RPG. MMO RPG. <laughs> Remember when Destiny 1 first came out and they would be like, yeah, 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 it's a really intense role, a game where you play as a certain role and you play as certain classes that have abilities. Oh, so it's a role-playing game. No, we didn't say that. But you have a lot of friends, and we've got a huge hub, so you can really you can make new friends and join. And it's in always and online. It requires you to always be online. And there's so a massive an MMO. No, we didn't say that either. It's a, they were so scared to call it an MMO because they didn't want to scare away all the Halo Bros. That was kind of crazy. And, but I digress. Like the 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 biggest thing about outriders like you you should look at it like a game like diablo like i have issues with diablo but -hmm. a lot of the issues i have in diablo they solved in outriders but it's also vice versa so diablo doesn't care about you being overpowered you can hit in the billions you know it's fun to see 103 million you know 4 billion when you're like get your build optimal and you're doing that like that's fun it's fun Mm -hmm. to be overpowered it's fun to be overpowered with your friends outriders is acting like that like that shouldn't be a thing and if you're gonna fix mods that are broken i understand that because for a long time uh, i don't know if you know this there was a mod called emergency stance which mm-hmm. basically said that if your health got to like 35 or 30 percent, you would activate a golem effect that would basically boost your defense right. uh, for a couple seconds, basically to just give you some time to get your health back up and then it would fall off. It was a broken mod that basically was the best mod in the game because the part where it falls off never happened. Yeah, You would get the effect and then it would just be there indefinitely. So you would just not take damage. I didn't even use it until about a couple days before they got they fixed it. I just stopped dying. Like I was really <laughs> just staring bosses in the face. Like you can't do nothing to me. Like I'm just gonna light you up. There's nothing you can do to me. And now that it's been fixed, I've had to like you know play safer and use other stuff. But um, that's my point. Like if it's broken, like actually broken, as in not functioning the way it was intended to function fix it but if it's doing good leave it the fuck alone like like i am i i just had my steam i'm about 120 hours into this game yeah if there's something really good going on with trickster i'm not gonna drop my pyromancer to go play trickster like i'm not like i'm just gonna find something that works for me and i did so i overall I'm having hella fun with this game. 
But like I said, if you go on the Reddit, there's a lot of people who absolutely are not. And I'm I, I'm I can be transparent enough to know that the reason I'm having fun with this game is because I've been fortunate enough to not have to run into any of the issues that are causing people to not have fun. That's you know, true. the the bug that's been wiping people's inventories. I never got hit with that. The thing that's not allowing people to sign in. I never got hit with that. The bug that's like kicking people. Uh, there was a situation where people were uh, joining in on other people's games, going into expeditions with them. And then the leader would kick them right before the gear or right before the loot could be distributed. I haven't had to deal with that because I've been playing with my friends. We're not going to do that shit. Like, so I am fortunate enough and, you know, I can realize that I haven't had to face a lot of these issues that have plagued this game, which is why I'm having fun, right? Because you remember the Meet the Millers or there's the meme where it's like, you know, I wa- he's like, uh, I can't even sign in. It's like, you can sign in. I just want a refund. It's like, you want a refund? I never even got my game. And then the last one's like, am I the only one having fun? Yeah. Like, that's me. Like, I'm the one where it's like, am I the only one having fun? Like, I am genuinely enjoying this game. I really am. But I so, am. What's up? I was thinking about that meme you just said because I was just thinking about the conversation we had prior to this. <laughs> so it's like PC players, you know, we're having a lot of fun here, but there's a few things you'd like, I, I think you should fix. PlayStation players, yeah, there's a lot of problems with this game. Xbox players, yeah, I think you should fix this game. Stadia players, wait, you guys are having fun playing the game? Who the fuck said Stadia could talk? <laughs> yeah, because uh, like it, it's almost like every platform has its own issues, right? Because one of the biggest issues upon release was cross-platform. Like yeah. if you were playing peer-to-peer, you would be okay, like on on the same platform. But if you tried to cross-play, it was a whole bunch of just problems. Yeah. Like again, full transparency. Never ran into any of that because everybody I played with played on PC. Yep. I've played with about maybe five different people they've all been on pc we've never really had any issues uh the only issue that we even had even of of late was i was playing with my cousin and his internet i I think he might have just been at a time in the day where it was a hot time and we all joined in on him so his like bad connection kind of also spread to us but i mean i that's about it like I like I was having a lot of connection issues when I first started, but I've upgraded to fiber internet since then, and I don't have those issues anymore. <laughs> so and I cannot wait to move so I can upgrade the house internet to fiber, so I can just be sitting there just what oh, yeah, <laughs> like bro, fiber is so great, man. Like I remember when it used to take me five and six hours to download a game. Now it takes me like maybe fifteen minutes, maybe, maybe, and that's like the most at least. Like I like I'll go to my Steam and have like eight games that need to be updated and I'll just click update. It'll be like preparing to update updated. I was like, yo, <laughs> that was, was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, like like I said, I haven't been experiencing these issues with Outriders, but I'm not going to be so, you know, obl- I'm not going to be oblivious to it because I know just because it's not happening to me doesn't mean it's not happening. So yeah. uh, personally, I think what people that uh, people that fly or people can fly in Square Enix need to realize is people are going to drop the game. That's that's just what's going to happen. People are going like new games are going to come out. Mm-hmm. People are going to drop the game to some people. This game is going to be like a waste of time. They're going to want a refund and all that. But 
the reason I'm not being as hard on this game as I was on like Anthem and you know all these other games is because I can see the game. There's a yeah. game here. Like there's a game that's flushed out. It's got a story. The gear is sick. There's actual systems in play. The multiplayer mm-hmm. feels good. Like there's an actual game. Like underneath, if you sift through all the like issues, at the core, there's a pretty cool fucking game here. And I don't want them to, you know, just abandon it because we don't yeah. really get these types of games. We don't we don't want an anthem situation again where exactly. they where they said for months and years they were like, no, we're gonna fix all the problems that you guys have pointed out. We're working on it, and then we get a notification. It's like, yo, there's a meeting with the executives on the future of the game. Right. And then it gets canceled. And then it just gets X'd out, and they're like, Yeah, we're just not gonna continue the game. Yeah, it's like and like even the stuff that I've had with Outriders, I've had fun. I just haven't sat down to play it. And I, I should, I need to, because I bought the game with intent to play. But I feel like this is the same thing with Cyberpunk that it was for me. It's like, I'm having fun. I'm still enjoying the game. Thankfully, I haven't run into any problems, but, you know. I think the thing for you is, like, you're not far enough. Like, you're still in the story. Like, you yeah. haven't got to the part of the game where you actually get to sit down and theorycraft, like, what you actually want to do. You're kind of still yeah. in the point of, like, like playing through the Diablo story. You're using whatever the hell drops for you. Like, you're not at the part where it's like, this is the set I want to build. This is the ability I want to use. Like, I showed you the spin to win build. Where yeah. it's literally just the actually just a ninja blender. And you were like, that looks tight. And it's like, that's that's the shit. Like, that's the fun shit. Like, I like grinding for gear. I like, like, this is my build. It's okay. But if I get this specific armor piece, now I'm going to be fucking shit up. And then I got that armor piece. And now that I have my full set and I am fucking shit up. And I am coming out of Expeditions averaging like 150 to 170 million damage. Yeah. Like, this is when the game gets fun. You know? And it's like, once I'm done with Pyrobancer, I'm going to do it on another class. But, um... Like I said, I'm having fun with the game. It's just like, I, I think people can fly, really need to sit down and have a come to Jesus moment with their teams and be like, look, stop trying to overbalance the game. Stop. When there's no need to balance. Yeah. Now, I, I will say people can fly have done an amazing job trying to be transparent about everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, they really pissed people off when they had like a four day period of silence on social media just to come back and tell them that the patch was coming. And it's like the patch fixes stuff. But they've had two major patches and both patches have like resulted in something else being broken. So it's like people are getting tired of feeling like they've taken two steps forward and one step back. It's like you, you have to just take your time. Fix the shit that needs to be fixed. And you just like if people leave, if people put the game down, fuck it. You need to be worried about the people that are here. Yeah. Like I, I genuinely think this game is probably going to have a similar life to that of No Man's Sky. I hope not. I no no no. I mean like I I think that like there are people that still play No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is probably the best it's ever been right now. But that's yeah. just because all this shit that they promised all those years ago are actually available now. 
And I think that's one of the things that Outriders has going for is like it didn't do the Destiny. It didn't do the anthem where it's like, you're going to be playing this for a fucking decade and, you know, shit like that. Yeah. It was just like, here's a cool game. You should try it. I think you'll like it. You know, they, they didn't do any of the, you know, prof, you know, prophetic, you know, you're going to be playing your fucking grandkids are going to be playing this shit or anything like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I like I say I'm enjoying it, but. I, I know that I am in a very, very, very small minority of people that can say that. You know, though I'm enjoying it with little to no issue. Well, I think that's a pretty good segue for a small amount of majority of people uh, who don't have a PS5. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, last week, uh, we got a state of play PlayStation on Twitch. Um, they talked about three things. Among Us is coming to the PS5. Uh, <laughs> second game that I don't remember. And Ratchet and Clank. For 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that in there is the entirety of the event was Ratchet and Clank based. They announced it in the beginning. Uh, they announced it when it was coming out. I looked forward to it because Ratchet and Clank is a series I hold near and dear. Um, but it re like watching the gameplay, it really solidified that I need to get myself a PS5. Um, the list of games that are coming out that are going to be on the PS5 that are already on the PS5 that are coming out is starting to grow, and the justifications of buying the game are getting a bit stronger. Yeah, we've got Returnal being just. It is stellar. A, it is a sneaky game of the year candidate right now, and it, it if we keep explain what Returnal is because it might be because I didn't even know what Returnal was so until like two weeks Returnal ago. It's a procedurally generated game, uh, meaning no run is going to be the same. It's a roguelike um, shooter with like bullet hell aspects. Um, you know die to return return to die like hades yeah like hades and it's man i've been watching i've been watching maximilian play it it looks so fun yeah like it and it it looks like if you took the gameplay of hades mixed it with metroid and basically put it in a universe that's like in the alien universe like yeah. you know the uh the uh the Ridley and all that shit like it, it it it's it's almost like a perfect love child. Um, we've got that is out currently that came out on the thirtieth. Um, we've got Final Fantasy Integrate coming out soon. Ratchet and Clank come out June. You know, Miles Morales is still a game I'd like to be able to play on the PS5. Spider Man is a game I'd like to be able to play on the PS5. Um, I I'd, I'd say Horizon Zero Dawn, but that's most likely coming to PC as well. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen Online is now available on the PlayStation Five. Congratulations, everybody! Uh, speaking of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy sixteen is going to be coming out pretty soon. That's um, true. Resident Evil Eight. Be, Resident Evil Eight is uh, the end of this week. Uh, so the list is growing, and the need is growing more. Sony has already come out and said that they are going to be pushing for more um, units to be 
created and shipped out, which I'm all for. And I might be taking an alternative route to acquire said PS5. I might be following in my dad's footsteps and going on StockX. I'm on StockX as we speak. Yeah. And I, I got sidetracked because I saw a pair of shoes that I wanted. But, See, uh, that's how it gets you. <laughs> but, uh, so right now, yeah, uh, a digital only edition is going to run you about $702. Okay. The Blu-ray is going to run you about $768. You know, and it, it might just be watching, watching and waiting for the perfect time to strike. I'm gonna keep it. A, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, bro. StockX. Yeah. I would use StockX, sort of as like a red button. Mm-hmm. I think you should take the Deuce route and just keep your eyes peeled for those GameStop bundles. Yeah, because I feel like it would be better to like pay a little bit over retail and get an extra game or an extra controller mm-hmm. than pay like two, three hundred dollars over just for just the console. Like you don't even get a game with it. You know, like yeah, that's fair. Um, and I, I'm still watching out for it. Like, this is this has really been the one thing uh, that has just eluded me. And it's eluded everybody, really. Yeah. Um, for obtaining it, like you know, I've been, I'm, I'm following quite a few restock alerts on Twitter. I'm, you know, I got my, I got my, my, my ear to the ground. I got I'm a, my, my hand on the pulse. I'd hate to say it, bro, but those restock alerts, they're fucking bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so no joke, right? Like when uh, a couple weeks ago, when I got fiber, uh, the guy that was actually hooking the modem up in my room he was like yeah. hey you got a nice pc what you got in there i was like oh it's a little it's a big it's about five years old now but it's got a 1080 ti 2700x 32 gigs of you know trident z ram 3200 megahertz and he's like oh that's cool i just got a 3090 and i was like okay but how though <laughs> and bro he got a 3090 and a 6900 xt i'm like so you mean to tell me you got the most expensive most sought after Nvidia card and the most expensive sought after AMD card. How the hell did you pull that off? He's like, oh, I got this stock alert thing. And I'm like, bruh, everyone gets the stock alert. The the extreme sport is actually getting it in your card and hitting checkout. Like that's the hard yeah. part, bruh. But I'ma tell you, I, I'ma tell you straight up. Yeah. There's no for sure way to get a console right now for MSRP. But there yeah. is a for sure way to get a graphics card MSRP right now. Really? You got to camp out, bro. You know what? I just bought myself a new sleeping bag. And I mean, that might might be the wave. And I'm I'm down the street from Micro Center. Bro, you camp out for a day at Micro Center, but you get a you get whatever GPU they got. Right. So you got to get there early enough so that you get your pick of the litter. Right. Like for you, anything's 3070 and up. Is yeah. like a, a W, right? Like maybe even at like a thirty sixty or a thirty sixty yeah. Ti for you would be a W, but like for a lot of people, I'd be telling them the stock alerts is cool, but you ain't faster than a bot. 
you know, and maybe it's time to crack open the coding book. But here's the thing. Bot can't sleep outside Micro Center. Bot can't stand in line. Micro Center doesn't ship out to people. You can only reserve it. So if you reserve it, you still got to come down to the store and pick it up. It's true. And even if you reserve it, they got to have something for you to pick up. And they're going to sell out of the pe- they're going to sell out to the people camping out before they can put them online. Cuz if That's you true. if you go to Micro Center website, it's just like you like you said when you went to Best Buy or when you went to Micro Center. It was just a bunch of GPUs nobody wants. Yep. It's just what they got. Like that's the shit that you put in like a Raspberry Pi or, or some like you know other little shit or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I really do think that it, it's kind of interesting, right? Because Sony just said they want to ramp up production of the yep. PS5. I'm like, how are you going to do that when we know there's a silicon shortage? Yeah. Like I, <laughs> there's so many moving parts that I don't really understand. Like you want to make more but the thing that you need to make it there's a shortage of yeah and it's only going to get worse as more games come out because remember how it first came out we're like i'm not tripping yeah Yeah, demon souls whatever you know it's cool it's whatever and now it's like oh now they got integrated final fantasy 16 ratchet and clank and returnal oh okay 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 maybe it might be time gonna get me a playstation 5 and then what's it gonna look like when fucking um, Devil May Cry Seven comes out? If, or I guess six at this point. Like, what's yeah. it gonna look like when the new Street Fighter comes out? What's it gonna look like when the new Tekken comes out? Well, those will come out for PC, but you know, Tekken Eight. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm still in the camp of like, look, bro, I. I'll get it when I get it. No, nah, like I'm of the camp of fuck the PS5. I want a new graphics card, but um. <laughs> But like I, I understand like I, I'm like I, Returnal's not really my type of game, so I'm not tripping over that. Integrate, I'm holding out hope that Seven Remake comes to PC, so I'll hold out for that. And everything after that, I'm not really interested in, especially since I know 16's coming to PC because they already said yeah. that. So it is, it is what it is for me. It is what it is. But like I, I know for a fact that if I of all the shit that I'm going to get this year, I know that the two things for sure that I'm going to get is either a new GPU for me or a new GPU for Diamond. Because like I'm fine right now, but Diamond's going back to school for graphic design and she's only going to have a 1660. 1660 to, I, you know, like if we move and she's only got a 1660, I would feel bad getting a yeah. new GPU and she's got a 1660. You know, so I might get her like a 3070 or something, or because I want to have the exact same PC, so maybe get her a 38 or well, I don't know. Right. But um, but th- on the event, did they really just talk about like Ratchet and Clank and all that shit for 20 yeah, minutes? The whole thing. But that man, it was a beautiful game. I bet it was. I, I, I will admit, uh, I was sitting there going, "Damn, Ratchet and Clank never looked this good." Yeah, that's um, true. They showed off the new character. Her name is Rivet. Um, yeah, uh, it just it was a it was a good looking game. It was a really good looking game. Uh, and I was hooked as soon as I saw it. Like I knew I wanted Ratchet and Clank, and then they were just like, "Hey, you want this final nail in the coffin?" And I was like, "Sure." And they're just like. 
hold it, bow, and then they showed the gameplay, and I was like, dang. Bro, so somebody is selling a PlayStation 5 digital from Japan for $6.96. Digital. So here's here's the uh, here's the stats uh, for StockX for the PS5. There have been fifty four thousand two hundred and fifty one PlayStation Five sold through StockX. Mm-hmm. The average or the price premium, so the over uh, over original retail price percentage, they sell for about seventy one point eight percent over original price. So there are people almost like paying a hundred percent more for this and the average sale price is about $741 jeez it, man how'd it come to this how could this happen to me Ah, <laughs> uh, man but uh but yeah that's I guess that's just the way shit is now man like I'm I it's kind of like, you know, with the pandemic, everybody's been saying, just wait till things go back to normal to wait till things go back to normal, bro. When is that? Because, like, I, I I can't like I, I get so upset when I watch these videos of people talking about, like, when things will go back to normal. It's like when everyone has one, people will stop scalping. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works, bro. Just because somebody bought 30 of them and they sell them all to 30 people, it, it's not because since those 30 people are now satisfied, they're not going to go and scalp another 30. That's not how it works. As long as there's a profit to be made, the scalpers will be here. So it's on to another, another product. Exactly. And it's like, oh, once everyone has a graphics card, there'll be graph. No, bro. You see these fucking videos of people in like Iceland with like, you know, a mining rig with 10,000 GPUs on it. Like, I'm mining Ethereum. Look at me. <laughs> Get some cryptocurrency. It's like, bro, they these are the people that's getting all the cards. These are the people that are using all the bots to scoop everything oh. up. So I don't see things going back. Look, there's only three things that can make things go back to normal. Number one, somebody cures COVID. And it's bad because we're dealing with people where there is a clear end in sight. Right. Like we are, we, for a lack of a better term, we are at the point where this can be over. Yeah. But there are enough people saying, well, I don't want 5G in my system. I don't want that 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 China virus uh, vaccine. I don't want that, you know, this, that, you know, this is how they track you. This is how they they, they going to kill us all off. They're just going to hit a button where all our heads are going to explode. And we got to deal with that. Like, like me and like me and Jamie this Friday are going to get our shots, right. our second our second round, so we can return to a sense of normalcy. Right. Like, because we want this to be over. Yeah. Like, we want to go back to conventions. We want to go back to going to travel. Like, I told Jamie, I was like, sometime between now and before the end of the year, I want to just take a week off. And just go somewhere, so I can just get out of Texas for a little bit. I don't know where you gonna go. 
know either. I'm gonna have to figure it out. But like, but that's the thing. Like, I want to get out and go because we've been trapped here for two months or two years, and there's there's a there's a good majority of people that are just prohibiting that, and it hurts. It really does because like. The more people we can get back into working, the more people we can get back into the manufacturing, the more times we get for people to craft things that are necessary. The parts that are needed for GPUs, the parts that are needed for PS5s, switches, whatever, you know, on top of the entertainment stuff, the fun stuff, like the things we actually need in life. Like the more people we get to get vaccines and to be safe and to get back into those jobs, the faster stuff is going to crank out. You know, like I said, like unless somebody, there's only a couple of things that can solve these like supply issues. Number one, someone cures COVID. Yep. Number two, uh, there is just a untouched pure deposit of silicone somewhere in somebody's backyard in like Wyoming and they yeah. just hit it and just graphics cards start spewing out of the ground like oil <laughs> or number three um, these companies just get serious and say hey you know we, we're all about making money but we want to make money from our customer base and not from machines so they put like some actual anti-bot uh, you know, s- speed bumps into the purchasing process because, like, trying to buy any, and it's not just GPUs, it's not just consoles. I, I tell yeah. people this all the time. It's so funny that consoles are now being sold on StockX because for years, like, the bots, people being tired of bots, I can tell you the sneaker community has been tired of bots since like 2014. Like, it's ridiculous that, like, I remember back when, like, a new Jordan would come out and I could go to the mall at, like, 3 p.m. on a Saturday and they would still have maybe two or three pairs in a size 11 for me. But now it's like if you don't get it, basically, when the, the, the second it becomes available, you won't get it unless you get it on, like. A, a stock X or from a reseller for at least like some type of absorptive price. But it's, yeah. it's always been that way. And, and like, I I've seen this stuff be successful without a worldwide panini going on. So, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't really see. I really don't see it going back to normal until there's like some major, Milestone hit, yeah. And of all those three, I'd I'd think they're all the same brand of inevitable. But when I say that, I shit, it might happen. It might happen like two years from now. I don't know, man. And you know what's <laughs> so? Um, <laughs> excuse well, me. Funny you were talking about shoes because there's a pair of shoes I've been I'm, I've been watching uh, what are they they are the uh, the retro highs uh, Jordan retros retro ones but they're the Spider-Man origin so they have like that it, it's the Spider-Man shoe but right. they have like clear blue web on the on the bottom right but it's just like a regular Jordan one uh 
is currently lowest ass bid uh, is seven thirty. Yeah, dude. Anytime you get a shoe that is any type of collaboration, any type of special event, it's going to dog. Look at the Travis Scott sixes, bro. Them hoes is like seven sixty eight lowest asking price, bro. Like there is, and then there's another one uh, that I didn't know about. Um, that we were talking about, we talked about it like we talked about it when Miles Morales came out. Yeah, it was the Adidas that went with the game, right? Currently, the last sale was one eighty five, and the highest bid right now looks to be to sell is one seventy three. That's not bad, but that's it's just because it's Adidas it's, and it's not a Jordan One. Like the Jordan One is the most iconic sneaker of all time, which I'm still mad they changed that. Like, bro, how are you gonna have this man in the most iconic sneaker of all time and then change it and then change it to some dusty, musty ass Adidas shoes? I ain't even gonna lie though; they actually kind of nice, and they got the Spider Man logo on the on the back of the shoe and it's got like the black and red webbing like i'm not even gonna front those are nice shoes but they're not jordans they're not jordan ones man they're not jordan ones and you know what's funny i've gone on like the jordan create and just made my own pair of shoes but it's like it's not the same as just one you can't get that that clear web uh yeah. that clear gel on the bottom but Look, like I'm looking right now, like a pair of shoes I missed out on when they dropped a couple weeks ago, the Jordan Five Retro Raging Bulls. Like I've been trying to get those for like ten years, bro, and they finally re-released. And when I tried to get them, the only way to get them was basically just stay on the sneakers app or stay on Nike.com yeah. and just wait for the drop. And I missed the drop, so I didn't get them. So you know, I'm sitting here trying to get them. And now, now to be fair, actually, let me see. Uh, size like two sixty five. Like I'd pay two sixty five for these. That's not bad. But like, I don't know. Like my threshold for sneakers and other people' threshold for sneakers is different. Because I remember me and my uh, me and my sister were talking about. Um, I forget what they were. Because uh, she uh, there was a pair of sixes I wanted. She said, "How much are they?" I'm like, "They're like six eighty one." And she's like, you pay that for a pair of sneakers? I was like, yeah. Like, I don't know. That's always been weird to me. Like, why is it weird to spend $700 on sneakers, but it's not weird to, like, spend $700 on, like, heels or some fucking purse that you've got eight of already? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's always been weird to me. But um, it's super weird to go on StockX and see gaming shit, bro. That's just weird to me. Yo. Like, bro, I, okay, what are, what are they selling, bro? Okay, so you... you- I'm looking. I'm looking at StockX right now. Right. I'm looking at a 3090 Founders Edition. Oh, they want 28, uh, 28.95 for it. They out their goddamn mind. They out their like, goddamn mind. It's crazy, bro. They got. They have a 3060 for 800 dollars. The whole point of the 60 series is to be an affordable card. That card's supposed to be like 300 bucks. 800. 800 bro bro this makes no sense 3070 for 30 bro why you know what i'm just curious i, I, I want to see if anybody in their right mind okay somebody is selling a msi gtx 6, uh, 1660 ti 
for $725. That card should retail for about 120 bucks. What is this world? What the to? fuck is going on? <laughs> like honestly, bro, like what the fuck is actually going on? Like, I don't want to sound like a fucking, like, you know, I don't want to sound super first world problems because I know that's how this comes across. But goddamn, bro. Like, oh, so while we're on the topic of scalpers, bro, I don't know yeah. if you saw this. There was a pair of Nikes that came out and I forget the name, but they were supposed to be specifically for people with disabilities because they're supposed to be hands free and you can put I them on. And people did what people do, and they had the bots scoop them all up, and now they're scalping them. And the whole point of the shoe was supposed to be, A, it's supposed to be for people with disabilities who can't, who have trouble putting their shoes on, and B, it was supposed to be affordable. And now they are neither of those things because nobody, people with disabilities can't buy them because the people who bought them are the people who scooped them up with the bots, and now they're scalping them from resorbative prices. And it's like... Bruh, if you're gonna do that shit on like a Jordan retro, you know, collab with Travis Scott, whatever the fuck, do that, right? But don't do it on fucking. Yeah, like, come on, bruh. Like, it it's frustrating. It, it because then it's like if if you're willing to do that, when does it stop, right? Yeah. Like, when a nigga's gonna start scalping like insulin? You know what I'm saying? Like, with like. They can't don't you don't even need a normal person for that. Pharmaceutical companies have been doing that for years. They've been jacking up the prices of uh, medication. Like uh, what, what Martin Martin Scarelli. Oh that god, dude, yeah. Jacked the AIDS medication like almost like five thousand percent, I think. Yeah. I don't even know if that's like the real number, but it's some abs- absorbent amount of money. Like pharmaceutical companies have been jacking up the prices of like insulin for years. Yeah. And you know that man that sparks like a lizard brain part of my head that's just like the government's just trying to kill people out <laughs> it's just like i i i don't und- like i w- i really would like to know if there are scalpers out there with dead stock yeah like like not like has it been opened or anything but like they cannot move the product that they they went out and bought and like what happens at that point because I've actually seen people buy graphics cards open box. And yeah. I don't know if that's like from somebody that bought it and maybe like because there are some situations where like somebody will buy a 3070 but they wanted a 3080 but they couldn't get it so they got what they could get. And then they went and got a 3080 so it's like now I don't need a 3070 so I'll just go return it and get my money back. Right? Yeah. It's like I don't if you don't want to go through the, the headache of trying to flip it you just fuck it. I'll just go return it and get my actual money back. I got what I wanted anyway. Like maybe that's a unic. I know it's a unicorn of a situation because that would involve somebody getting two legitimate graphics cards through normal and means. Having the common sense to give it back. Right, but you know there are there have been a few situations like that, and I don't know, man. Like uh, oh, I don't even think I told you about this. So a couple weeks ago, before I took uh, my girlfriend to her chiropractor. Uh, we were in GameStop just killing time because we were early. And uh, right. there was a guy that was in there and he was asking if they had any Pokemon cards and they were all sold out. And bro, he got like, like so upset. And he went on like this tirade, like yeah. not like knocking shit over and shit, but he was just like, bro, I'm so tired of this. He's like, I'm 28. I've loved Pokemon my whole life. 
I always got made fun of it or people always made fun of me for it. You know, people I got bullied for it, you know, had a hard time finding a girlfriend because of it. And now, you know, you fast forward all this time and now everybody's buying up all the shit that I like just to try and make a quick buck. Yeah. Not because they actually care about it. And I was just there like, fuck. He's kind of right. Like, he is because there's I'm I'm sick. Like, I'm I'm like actually sick of this eight time and age where everyone is trying to make a quick buck off things they don't really need to make money off of. Like, like at the end of the day, we can be 20 somethings. We can be mid 20s and be like Pokemon is a is a game for kids. We can admit that. We can admit the Pokemon trading card game is a trading card game for kids, even if it has a convoluted <laughs> way to play. Right. But like these, these cards are meant to be like, oh, I have a Charizard. You have a Venusaur. I want the Venusaur and you want the Charizard. Trade. Trade. Like there's not supposed to be monetariness behind them. Sure. Like that first set of Pokemon cards, you get that first holographic, you know, $30,000 Charizard. Fine. But like, these are new packs. These are coming out. You know, these are these are cards that came out like this year. They shouldn't be worth money. They haven't had time to to age. You right. Know what I mean, yeah. So, well, a lot of that, like, I don't the cards are kind of a different thing. Like, I kind of get that because there are magic cards like they're spoiled, like just because of how powerful they are. Like they they go up in price and they fluctuate sometimes. Cause there was a card yeah. that just came out, uh, Jeweled Lotus. Like it was like two hundred and eighty dollars before it even came out. Cause everyone's like, it's gonna break everything. This thing, this thing's fucking, this thing's ridiculous. Yeah. Then it comes out and it goes down to like eighty dollars. But there were some people that thought it would go down to twenty because they didn't think it was that good. But it's good and it's gonna stay there because it's 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 an eighty dollar good card. And Pokeball's the same way. It's like Pokeball has seen a revolution in in like you know retaining value like it used to just be the 1996 first edition charizards that were cool no 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 there's cards that came out this year that are worth a couple grand so and it makes sense to me yeah i mean like well i mean it's the value that people put on it every trading card game you like magic retains its value pokemon retains its value sports cards retain their value especially if the said person on the card is actually performing the only trading Mm -hmm. card that doesn't really retain value is Yu-Gi-Oh. that's it like everything else retains its value but i can 100 percent understand because it's like nobody not everybody cares about pc gaming they care about ethereum mining they don't even care about ethereum mining they just care about making money it's like yeah you're you're destroying the planet by you know you know using up all this fucking electricity and shit but you know you, I made 100 bucks in ethereum yeah yeah you know yeah i just burned a hole i have my own personal hole in the ozone layer because i bought this bunker in iceland where i've got eight hundred thousand gpus running in this fucking silver tin but hey i made like 30 cents today off of bitcoin so you know pog <laughs> But uh, anyways, 
that, that's it for uh, today's episode of The World is Fucked and We Don't Quite Know Why. Uh, thanks for tuning in to episode 52 of the In-Game Grind podcast. If you guys enjoyed the show, make sure you leave it a like and rate it five stars and everywhere you listen to it, you can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, or anywhere the podcasts are found in general. And you know we drop every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Time. If you uh, want to get to know us a little better and follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Endgame Grind Pod on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at JRPGs. It's J-A-Y-R-P-G-S. You can follow Chris at Zan Reaper. That's Z-A-N-R-E-A-P-R. If you see anything interesting you want us to talk about in the podcast, just shoot us an ad and we'll take a look at it. And if we like it, we'll talk about it. But until next time, it's been it. This has been the Endgame Grind Podcast. We'll catch you guys on the next one later. See ya. Wash your hands. <laughs>